recording. Hi. Oh, oh yeah, I can see that we are recording. <gasps> so crazy. All right. <laughs> we are back for right. a third episode. Damn, we've made it. And this time it's like, episode. this is like your episode. This is going to be like oh, your gosh. highlight. My highlight? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot of pressure. <laughs> wow. We're going to be talking about daddy issues. Which is like really interesting. I was like reading a little bit about like what it is and if it's actually like a medical or like term that people use and mm-hmm. found out it's not. I mean, it, it is used, but it is a used term, but it's not one that it's like you can be diagnosed with daddy issues. Yeah. No one can diagnose you with these. Yeah. Your therapist um, isn't like, you have daddy issues. I'm writing you like a I medical mean, card to like yeah. get antidepressants. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think it, um, and like what, like I kind of read boiling it down. It's like apparently daddy issues. It's just more like, um, it happens when you, like a child doesn't have like a father figure, like a consistent father figure in their life. And it could lead to like insecurities and like attachment styles later in adult life, which I think is pretty accurate for me. Mm-hmm. I have attachment issues um and it, it can add more than just that obviously and I think referring to it as daddy issues can also be a little bit problematic like reading these articles I was like yeah why do I like and I feel like daddy issues always targets women even though daddy issues can literally be for men anyone well. yeah and also daddy issues it's just be- not just because you have like daddy issues is like such a weird term because you could have daddy issues but like it could not be caused by your dad if that makes sense mm-hmm. it could be caused by like a mom mm-hmm. i know i've seen mommy issues before yeah but like even like grandparents can like contribute to these like issues you get as an adult yeah, I feel like it's usually, like, a way to, like, minimize, like, women's feelings. Sometimes people are like, oh, yeah, she's fucking crazy. She has daddy issues, which I'm like, no, it's not it, baby, but, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, Have you ever listened to um, Demi Lovato's song, Daddy Issues? No, I'm not a Demi Lovato fan. I feel like I need to read the lyrics to it because like, it makes a lot more yeah. sense. Because like she's had a lot of daddy issues in her life. Mm-hmm. But it's just crazy. I mean, like, okay, so for me, I am a daughter of a single mother, so I didn't grow up with my dad. But doesn't mean that I didn't have like a father figure. My grandpa, my mom's dad was mm-hmm. my father figure and it still is my father figure like i call my grandpa like papi which means dad in spanish um like he's my dad like to me my grandpa is the man that raised me he's the one that like was the man in, in my life so mm-hmm. therefore i but i growing up i didn't really think i had daddy issues and i remember once one of my uncles being like he's like it's gonna be so interesting when you're older and you start dating guys to see the kind of guys that you date and i was like why and he's like because you probably have daddy issues, because I don't have, like, my dad, right? And I also thought, I thought it was kind of weird when he said that to me, but I kind of, like, blew it off, and Mm -hmm. now that I'm older, (laughs) I 
my first boyfriend was like such a sweetheart and like if he's listening to this you were such a great boyfriend like obviously he wasn't perfect but he was like such a good first boyfriend um and then I did it this other guy <laughs> and I think he was the one who opened Pandora's box to me figuring out that I as an adult do indeed have daddy issues. I remember before I needed him, my friend asked me like, oh, do you think like your relationship with your dad like influenced like what the kind of guys that you date? And I was like, no, I feel like I have a really good relationship with my grandpa. Like I have a lot of like really great male figures in my life. And she was like, okay. And then after I dated him, she was like, how do you feel about your daddy issues now? And I was like, fuck, I do have them. Um, mm. But yeah, this guy, I think he triggered a lot of things for me and a lot what I feel like my daddy issues are is like abandonment issues like being left not being wanted and being like okay I'm done with you bye which I think isn't like even a daddy issue I think that's just more kind of like everyone feels this way mm-hmm. am I do you feel this way sometimes am I crazy I feel it more towards my mom um not saying like my mom's a horrible person or anything because I am lucky enough to have both my parents um and they've always been supportive of my life but I think because like for example my mom is not artistic whatsoever like art and her just don't connect so I feel like there's a lot of times where she can't connect with me with things that I do whereas my dad is extremely artistic is the type of person that like he starts working on something and he can't stop until he's done with it and that's how I am Um, And my mom doesn't get that because she doesn't have that quality about her. So I think there are sometimes in like my art aspect of my life where that comes into play a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And a little bit with like relationships and stuff like that. Like when I was younger, I didn't really feel like I could go to my mom for stuff like that just because I didn't have that connection with her and neither did I with my dad either. So I like would go to my friends or wherever. And that's probably why like 80% of my life growing up, I didn't really have like the best boyfriends or I didn't have like the best outlook on who I wanted to be with. I was just like, oh, well, they want me, so I, like, want to be with them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just think that, like, a lot of what I think my daddy is just is basically, like, abandonment and not being, like, like, good enough for someone to stay. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, why, like, I put, like, how I feel about my dad. Like, for my dad and I, like, our relationship was that basically I was, <laughs> this is really funny, but basically my dad was in a relationship with my mom and got pregnant with me Mm -hmm. so I was not supposed to be alive um Mm -hmm. I was like my mom and my dad were having like they were dating but my dad was also married love that (laughs) wow sounds like my my some of my family members yeah I mean I think it's just like fun so I he has two kids who are older and I don't I wasn't supposed to be a thing um but my mom decided to keep me which her choice thanks um I mean like I even told her I'm like I don't know like if I was in your situation like she was young she was I believe she was like 23 years old she'd come Mm -hmm. to she just moved to the U.S. um because we're Salvadorian, so she just uh, moved to the U.S. Yeah. Um, she picked up the language pretty well, pretty quickly. Like, I don't, I don't think I would have kept me. Me either. I think I would have, 
I was, I would have been like, I am so scared. But you know what? She decided to keep me and I'm here, her choice. And that's a whole other topic that, that we don't want to like open show. the can of worms to. <laughs> but basically what I'm saying is that like, my dad just wasn't a part of my life and never was. Mm-hmm. But like, I knew he existed. I knew that he had kids and I knew his kids didn't know that I existed. His kids didn't find out I existed until I was like 14 years old. Oh, wow. So like, yeah, most of my life, I was a secret. I was like, all my cousins knew I existed on his side of the family, but no one, like, no one would talk to me about me when his kids were there. Mm. And even now that I probably have like distant cousins that don't even know I exist, that, that I am my dad's third child. That's so crazy. because of that, I feel like I have like this thing where like when I'm dating someone, like, I mean, I don't want them to like show me off like this is my girlfriend. But like, I do have this thing where I like, I want like reassurance. And I think mm-hmm. that a lot of the times, like I was reading about like, what like daddy issues is. And for a lot of people, it's like being like, you needing like unreasonable levels of reassurance, which is like, are they actually unreasonable though or or is it just made up in your head because of those issues no i think they're unreasonable i don't think they're unreasonable because i obviously need it to be like in a healthy relationship but i've had partners that are like clearly i like you like i don't know why you keep asking me that and i'm like i I, I know like i know you like me but sometimes i want to hear it like i'll like i do this to my mom too i'll be like do you love me and she'll be like and i know my mom loves me like i'm her fucking world but I just want to hear her tell me, yes, I love you. So when I date guys, I do that too. Like, I remember asking my ex-boyfriend all the time, like, do you love me? And he'd be like, yes, I love you. You know I love you. And I'd be like, I know, but I want to hear it. And he'd be like, okay. I, and I totally and, can relate and to that. And one of my though. love, yeah, and wait, wait, and also, like, one of my love languages is, like, words of affirmation, like, one of my top ones. Like, physical, like, quality time, uh, words of affirmation, like, quality, and, and physical touch. Like, those are, like, mm-hmm. my top three which makes a lot of sense. I just want to be told I'm loved and that they love me and tell me how I'm much pretty. they want me. Yeah, tell me I'm pretty and like feed me toppies. Like that's literally. Key <laughs> to Laura's heart right there. Men, you've heard it here. Just, <laughs> just buy her toppies and she'll love you forever. <laughs> I mean, I've had a lot of guys buy me chips, so. Clearly. <laughs> it doesn't, well, yeah. Um... But I just think that, like, even my past relationship, that, that one that just recently ended, that was kind of one of the big reasons why I decided to, like, end things, that I just wasn't getting that from him. And I kept asking and asking, and I was just like, I just need you to, like, tell me <laughs> you, like, like me. Mm-hmm. He didn't even tell me he loves me, because I don't think he did. But, like, I think just, like, tell me you like me, and then tell me that you want me. And then show me with your physical body that you want. Yeah. No, I can relate to that too. I mean, that's how like my past like few relationships that I've been in, specifically the last two that I've been in, both of them didn't want to have the commitment of making me the G card, you know? They didn't want me to be like, oh, this is my girlfriend. They wanted to be like, oh yeah, this is Haley. Like, hello. Which is 
in some guys mind i get it because they don't they're afraid of using the g word that's a huge word to like say but also if you've been dating me for more than like four months you're my boyfriend don't fucking tell me any different yes so i always have had a guy be like i was like i don't know what happened but i was like yeah we're dating and he was like no we're not and i was like yes we are yeah we are we're not not (laughs) dating and i'm like you sleep over my apartment all the time. We're together all the time. We text from eight in the morning to like two in the morning every night, every day. You tell me dating. good morning. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> we're dating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, and we were very exclusive at that point. I'm like, yeah, we're dating. I'm like, I, I don't have to be your girlfriend, but we are dating. And we if are you dating have met my parents or any one of my three friends that I talk to on a consistent basis, we're dating. <laughs> you know 100%. what's funny? What? We've never met each other's significant other. I know. And there's a problem with that. <laughs> because, okay, we're just going to go on this whole topic. The second that you were out of your last relationship, in my head, I was like, bitch, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. It's <laughs> because I never met him. And I'm like the one person well, you hang out with all the time for things. And I yeah. never met him. And there were many never met. where he could have met me. But he didn't take the initiative. No, well, the last time you guys could have met, he was sleeping. When I brought you cookies. Yeah, to his place. And I was literally like, and and as soon as I got back in, he was like, why didn't you tell me? I wanted to meet her. And I was just like, well, you had just fallen asleep because he had stayed, like, he was staying up pretty late um, playing games with his friends, his roommates, and I was working from his place. The excuse for me. (laughs) I know. I was just trying to be like a nice person to like let him sleep and I was like oh he'll meet her another day and I was like you were just you were you weren't gonna come in you were gonna just drop it off so I was like you know the whole like it's the blah 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 for me thing that is like my new favorite thing I love it oh I know (laughs) it's so good like if we did that against each other I feel like we'd hurt each other's feelings oh for sure Because I got issues, you got issues, but we don't talk about our issues like that. We're not like that here. (laughs) But we tell each other a lot. (laughs) So that's why I feel like you could literally roast me. Um, Okay, how about you say one and I say one and then that's it. Just get it off our chest. (laughs) I need to do my nails. This is really embarrassing. Um, You want me to go first? I don't even know. I think you should go first so that I know where the level of Hey, you ready? You ready? It's the femme boys for me. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm scared. I can't. I'm only thinking of one thing and I don't want to say I'm thinking of it. one thing that you could say about me and I'm, I'm hoping it's the same thing. <laughs> now I'm thinking of two things. Oh my god. <laughs> I could say one about myself and maybe you could like... <laughs> so scared i don't want to hurt okay um i'm telling you to do it you can't hurt me it's the it's the emotional unavailable guys for me (laughs) that was what i was thinking (laughs) i was also gonna say it for a second one for me it would be um for me it's the commitment issues for me You know what's hilarious? Yeah, is one day and then the next day it's like, who? <laughs> who? Who was that? Yeah. 
No, I I always end up dating guys that I think it's just like a casual like we're just hanging out. We're not even gonna date, and then I end up like dating them for like seven months, and I'm like. Or you start hooking up with them, and then they say that you're dating, and you're like, wait, what? (laughs) That's never happened to me, baby. I'm sorry. No one wants to date me. Knocked on wood for you. (laughs) It's just like I don't know. I the guys I end up dating are like the guys that I think we're just like hanging out, and then we're hanging hanging out and I'm like oh shit we're hanging hanging out and then I get emotionally attached and then do you I I get when you when you look at a guy though do you think about is this the guy that I could have like children with or like is this the type of guy I wish I would have had as a dad I don't think the second part but I always like I don't even bring up kids I don't. I don't but unless bring they up do. kids with me, but they always do. <laughs> they always I wish bring I could up say kids. The same. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah. And they'll be like, you want kids? And I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Um, I do want to be a mom though, and I've said that like a lot. Like I want to be a mom. I just don't know whether or not I want to physically have these children. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Same. The older I get, the older I get, I feel like yeah, I want to have one child biologically mine but I feel like I do want to have more than one because I'm an only child and I would want my kids to have the experience I feel that siblings only child club child (laughs) um I want to give my kids the experience of having children but I don't necessarily think that I am um I just don't necessarily think that I mean, we let our world is so overpopulated. Like, why bring more children into this world when you can? Yeah, there's so one? many, so many children that need homes. So, so in my thing is like, okay, I'll have one biological child just so like I can get that like itch out of my body. But then like I do have like another itch that I think that I I do want to adopt, and I felt like this for like a very long time. And um, who's to say that you have a child too and you're like oh wow I actually love having children because there are some moms that like never wanted kids and the second they have one they realize the emotional attachment to a child and they're like oh I could have another one now like it's worth it I, mean, I just don't but know see, the I thing is, like is you don't know that because you haven't had no, a kid for sure yet. for sure and this is and this is me like talking with like not having kids it'll be funny Same. if one day my kids hear this and they're like what's up mom <laughs> um mom uh, but I yeah, I just, I don't know. I've always had for, the dream. Well, I guess, for example, like, my my friend Priscilla that I love, and she's pregnant right now, she's always wanted to have kids, like, always. And now that she is pregnant, she has justified the fact that, like, oh, yes, I was always meant to have a mom because she has, like, a physical connection with her baby because she knows I mean, that, that there happens. is literally a baby in her belly, well, yeah, you know? Well, yeah, I think that's, like, I think that's, I think that's a normal, like, reaction I think for me, like, not having a solid relationship or somebody that I'm going to personally marry right this second or in the next five years that I know of, I could, can't imagine having a child in the next five years, like, at all. Like, it's not even a thought in my brain. For you, you'll be, like, 30. (laughs) I'll be 30. (laughs) I'll be, like, the ripe age to have a child in the next five years, so... Yeah, so I think because I'll be 30, I don't, I don't know. Isn't that bizarre to think about? Like right now we're like, I don't want to have a kid right now. But like in five years you could. I mean, like this is how I feel about it. If I don't 
end up with anyone in the next seven years when I decide to have children. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to like having my own by myself. Mm-hmm. Like just adopting someone. Yeah. There are moms like that do that. And like, honestly, yeah, I have ever close since I was friends a little kid, I've always thought about doing that. Like I've always like watched like, you know, like those movies, I can't remember the specific one that I'm thinking about, but where they like adopt a child and like the whole family just kind of like comes together and like actually takes care of this child and gives them the life that they weren't going to have being in the foster system. Because I feel yeah, like there I, are I mean, a lot I mean, of foster like, families that are doing it for the wrong reasons. I mean, like, I also don't want to, like, glamorize those movies because those movies no. are very, very glamorized. And, like, they're yeah. like, oh, no, it's hard be because so you don't have that. No, like, no, but these kids are going to, like, you, like, think that these kids are going to be so grateful that you're going to adopt them. But, like, they got no, trauma, too. Yeah, like, were you grateful that your parents had you? No. <laughs> I wasn't. I was a fucking dick to my mom growing up. So, Same. like, and, like, <laughs> there's a joke that my dad, my, my dad, okay, so my dad, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a joke that my dad doesn't like. Um, I call him my sperm donor. That's a really dark joke, but I'm kind of here for it. No. And I've told him, he's like, he's, he'll, he'll be like, I don't like that you call me that. And I'm like, well, um, you are. Yeah. You essentially donated your sperm for my mom to give birth to me. And uh, my mom and I are literally best friends. You are, therefore, a sperm donor. You mm-hmm. did not contribute to my existence financially, emotionally, in any way. Mm-hmm. I would see him when I would go to El Salvador because he lives in El Salvador. Um, but when they was, when I was created, I was created in Los Angeles, just putting that out there. I was, he lived in LA until I was two. So, um, so because of that, like, I just think more like if I did decide to have a child in that capacity, I think it wouldn't be like the weirdest thing. Like if I decided to like have a child by myself this is so weird where this conversation is going no but, but it, it, like I mean your daddy issues have think, to do with what your future of your life is too I mean like I just think that I mean yeah I, I think I, I do think it does affect your like your childhood relationships with your parents affect your adult relationships as an adult um but yeah I I think because of the way I was raised by like such a strong woman I I wouldn't be opposed to having a child by myself because I know that it's possible and I'm not only have I witnessed my mom do it but I've seen countless women do it and mm-hmm. um, I have a really really good friend of mine who is about to in, to do that journey on her own like she is going to have a child by herself and um, like she is like she has bought like sperm to put to be inseminated with and I think that's like mm-hmm. so like, empowering the so research. like because there's so, so much let's just research that, that has to do with no she's like she's going through an agency so I'm just saying that like mm. if I decided if I cannot find like this perfect being of a man that I will have children with like I am not opposed to having children by myself mm-hmm. 
and like and and I think that is like something that um having these like daddy issues I've I'm really happy that my mom has been this like so like loving because in that aspect I don't always feel like I need someone Mm -hmm. and and maybe because of that my relationships have never lasted longer than like a year I think my longest Mm -hmm. relationship has been a year because I just don't have time to put up with bullshit and I think in that aspect my daddy issues um aren't as prevalent because my mom is just such a badass and I think but then like I I also said like I am fucking human I'm not a fucking superhero and yeah I I do have abandonment issues so because of that I feel like sometimes I tend to bounce out before shit gets bad therefore why I break up with guys or why I end up dating guys for like seven months Mm -hmm. and then usually I'm like this is getting too real (laughs) well okay i i can i can think i can relate to that in another aspect because like for example i have both my parents um i didn't grow Mm -hmm. up um having the the overwhelming thing of oh like you're gonna get married someday it was kind of like there i never had the sex talk my sex talk was that american girl book you know what book i'm talking about yeah yeah i had the The care and keeping of you (laughs) i love that book really Wait, like just a little. My mom, my mom's sex tape was a drive home from LA to like the valley, and mm-hmm. we were driving down to Panga, and she was literally like, just gave me the text talk. And yeah, I, I never like, had that ever, like at all. Like my sex talk was literally reading that book and like realizing, like, oh shit, that's why Did I feel this way sometimes. Hmm? Did your mom buy you the book? I asked for it. Because I saw it. Remember the American Girl magazines? Do you remember mm-hmm. those? It was advertised in one of those magazines. And I saw it and I was like, okay, I'm getting older. Like, I kind of want to read this book. Because I was, like, curious about, personally, my own body. Because, like, when you're growing up, you start growing hair in weird places. And you, like, feel different feelings that you never felt. And you don't know what they are. Were you the kid that would take the books to school and show all your friends? No, but I wish I was. I had friends like that, I was though. that. I was that kid. <laughs> I was the one I was that like, wore the bra kid. first, and, like, my friend came in one day, and she was like, oh, I'm wearing, I'm wearing, like, a regular bra. Like, not, like, a sports bra, but, like, Training a regular bra. bra. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I've been wearing one for, like, a year, and she was like, oh. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I just didn't Did tell I? people. I just wore one, you know, because I, when no, I was younger, I was, I was also definitely... a little bit chunkier. So I like I needed yeah. one before most girls did. So like stuff like that, I didn't have my mom teach me those things. And that's not a slam against her. It's just she also didn't have that growing up either. Like my mom, um, her dad also was married and decided to cheat on my mom's family. Your mom also li- didn't live in a time where like information was so accessible. So f- it, first, I obviously, I don't know the way you're gonna parent your children. But I would like to think that you will, like, do better by them because you have seen other examples in, like, media and also, like, friends the way they've grown up. You've heard the way they've grown up. And also, like, you saw what you didn't want. And, like, I think that, like, in, like, any relationship, shit just, like, gets better. Like, the way my mom was raised wasn't the same way I was raised. 
Yeah. Like my mom was when she took something bad, she would get like a spanking. You know what I mean? And when she <laughs> raised me, my mom doesn't believe in that. She doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't spanked as a child. I think mm-hmm. I was hit twice. I think I was and only like, warned to, that I was going to get the spanking. Like, I got spanked once, and I learned my lesson after that. Yeah. So, like, it's just, like, people are brought up differently. Like, for example, like, my great, my great-grandma, I, from what I oh, know, like, was sometimes, like, not the nicest. And my, therefore, my grandma is very, like, sometimes, like, stern. And, but my mom is, like, so, like, carefree, like, very feeling based like when I was a child I never got I rarely got yelled at it was mostly like my mom would sit me down and tell me why she was upset with me and what I did what and why it was wrong Mm -hmm. so therefore I think I have very good communication skills when it comes to expressing my feelings um because that's just what I'm used to and I think that that's something that I liked about my mom raising me that I will pass on but, like, there's mm-hmm. shit that my mom has done where I'm, like, that's not okay, you know? Yeah, but that's how so we learn, like, do- how to, like, take care yeah, of our like- kids, and that's how they, our kids, will take care of their own kids, and so and on we're gonna and so forth. too. Everyone oh, 100%. I don't know how I'm going to raise a child. I don't know how, like, school works. I don't know how anything works. I barely know how taxes Dude, work. Have like- you seen that? There's a tweet. I, like, retweeted a tweet the other day where it was, like, uh, my kid can smoke weed, but if they drink uh, whole milk that's where we cross the line like I feel like that's the kind of parent I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like oh wait, you wait. Want to smoke weed? Okay. did you ever drink milk as a kid this is an off-topic thing but I'm very curious did you ever drink no, like uh okay. I never liked milk see here's the, the thing. thing I did that my entire life until I was probably about 15 I would drink milk with dinner like it was always a thing and then I realized milk was kind of affecting my body and I stopped drinking yeah. it. And then I went to drink it once just to be like, I wonder if I would be okay. And I hated the taste of it. Like, I could not drink it after that. And I, okay. I still have not drank in a glass of milk since I was, like, 15. So I – this is also really weird. Um, so I was a formula baby because my mom couldn't produce milk. Mm-hmm. Not because she didn't want to. She just couldn't. Couldn't. Before I was a formula baby. Um, and – they gave me like the regular milk formula, but apparently I didn't like it, so I wouldn't drink it. So they had to switch me over to a soy based formula drink. Interesting. Even since I was little, I've just never liked milk. Like, mm-hmm. I was literally a newborn and didn't like the taste of milk. So when I was a child, the only way I would drink milk was if it was given to me with cereal. Mm-hmm. And I would only eat it. When I, while this, there was cereal in the bowl, and then once all the cereal was gone, I would leave, like, the bowl of milk. My grandma would literally, like, fight me. She's like, please drink the milk. You're wasting milk. And I was like, I can't do it. I physically cannot do it. Dude, so, when I was little, I learned to put more cereal in the bowl until the milk was gone. That's how I got well, I would get. I was so full. I was so, like, was like, I just was such a little child. But, like, well, I was, I was a chunk, just, so. <laughs> I know. I was just, like, I don't, I just, I wouldn't even, like, ah. Even to get me to eat, like my grandma would like have to like finesse my foods. I'm gonna tell you, my I was such a spoiled child because they would really only children my are food. always spoiled. Like I don't care what anybody says, we're always spoiled. Even if we're like, oh my god, I hate my mom, I hate my dad. It's like 
we still had a lot of shit because we didn't have other yeah. siblings to fight over it for. We always got what we wanted. <laughs> Example yeah, one, so I'm living in my parents' house. Like, <laughs> I'm so jealous of that. I wish I was at home. <laughs> I'm like this close to going back to LA and being like, mom, can I move in with you? Mom, I miss you. I and I also don't like paying rent. <laughs> Yeah, also, like, she made me dinner. She I know, when you went to L.A., case. I was so jealous of all the food that she would make you. She would make me breakfast. Also, I, I think she that. was a little bit concerned. I was, like, okay, so I went to L.A. after a breakup, so, like, I had lost, like, 10 pounds in, like, a week because I wasn't eating. Not because I, I don't know. I just wasn't eating. I don't even know how it's okay. I don't... Ge- Gemini energy just radiating through you is all that is. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, so yeah, it was really sad, and uh, clearly I just got, I just broke up with someone, so I was really sad, and my mom was kind of worried, so she would make me breakfast sandwiches every morning so that I would eat, because if I was, when she wasn't home, I just, I was, I would just be so consumed by work that I just would forget to eat, and I would, it wouldn't eat the whole day, and I was already losing so much weight, so she was a little concerned, so that's why she would make me breakfast sandwiches every morning, which I thought, like, not looking back, I'm like, she was so fucking sweet, like, what a sweet mom, like, she knew that I was going through it emotionally, she was like, like, you're gonna call her after this and be like, mom, you're the best, mom, I love you, I know she did call me, so I have to call her back after this call, but (laughs) yeah, I also, like, I'm the kind of kid that calls her parents, calls her mom every day, so, like, clearly, I feel like a lot of people do that, though, when they leave the house, no, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I have, like, I'm so lucky, and I've been told by so many people that I have such a good relationship with my mom, because me included. I, like, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like, I, I don't know what to say it is. I'm gonna say, and then you can tell me whether or not I should keep it in. Um, I did drugs, mm-hmm. and my friends will not tell their parents that they do drugs, and I will. I'll call mom and tell her. Your mom's mom, chill, hi. though. She, <laughs> well, she messages you about doing stuff, of her doing stuff, though. That's true. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like my mom and I have such a good relationship, and I think it's just because she... I think maybe she overcompensated for me not having a dad. Mm-hmm. And she was just so involved in like everything I did and was like if I had an interest she would make sure I somehow she would do it and like like cheer it wasn't her giving it to me yeah like I did cheer I did ballet when I was younger I would do dance classes I was I was obsessed with art so she'd buy me a bunch of like like art supplies like she was just so she was just like a really good example of a mom and I think like I'm not a horrible human and like although I don't have a dad and I do have like these abandonment issues like I just think that like she is just such a good mom. Like, this episode's more like, I love my mom. But I just think that, it's like, like daddy my mom issues, was like, but I love my mom. <laughs> yeah, but my mom was my dad and my mom. Like, yeah. she... She was a strong was, enough woman to be able to do both. Yeah, and she did both. And my mom would, like... One thing I really appreciate about my mom and my dad's relationship is that my mom never, ever, ever said anything bad about my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad was not a good dad. And he knows that. And like, it's, I think that's just kind of how like the card, that's just kind of what he decided he would be. Like, I know he's, his, their excuse that his sister will tell me is that they didn't have a good dad. So therefore he didn't know how to be a good dad. And I'm like, I just don't think that's a good enough excuse. I think yeah. that you choose 
to do what you do and there are several men out there that don't didn't have great relationship with their dads but they're amazing fathers so mm-hmm. i don't take that as a because like what kills you like makes you stronger type of situation like i feel like if i, I mean, had like, a bad parent i would want to be better for my kids no matter yeah. what the situation is i wouldn't want to give them the same thing i got because i'm like no i would want them yeah. to be better like if i had a gold ring i'd want them to have fucking diamond rings i don't know mm-hmm. um so that's because because of that i just think that like my dad is just more like a sperm donor and he gets upset when i say that but i'm like that's kind of what you cultivated like that's the seed you put into it's like if you wanted more than just that if you actually wanted to be a dad figure then you should have showed me that you were my dad not yeah you should have showed up you, you should have showed like up it. yeah you should have showed up and like my dad and my mom like are like really good friends no nothing about them is romantic anymore but like they're really good friends like they he has a better relationship with my mom than he does with me. And he will tell me that he's, it's because he's kind of scared of me. But I'm like, you're scared of me because you know you fucked up. Yeah. And I get upset with you and I call you out on your bullshit. And like, this is like where like my mean side, like my mom says like I'm the meanest to my dad. But I'm like, I am just, I just don't have like, my abandonment issues and me being, like, an anxious person when it comes to, like, partners, I think it has a lot to do with him, and I, like, am so upset with him, so, like, I take all my anger on him, and my mom's like, you don't have to love him, but you have to respect him, and I'm like, no, I don't, mm-hmm. and this is how I feel right now as a 25-year-old. I, maybe, like, when I'm 30, I'll feel differently, because our relationship know, maybe when you has evolved. Our relationship has evolved. When I was younger, I was so much more angrier. Now, I feel like I tell people, I'm like, my dad and I would be good friends. My dad and I have a lot of things in common. My dad is a really cool dude. Like, my dad produces his own liquor. Like, he's a, he's, a, he's such a cool dude. Like, I'll tell guys about my dad, and they're like, your dad sounds amazing. And I'm like, yeah, he's an amazing dude. I just don't think he's a good dad. And yeah. the sad part is that, like, if my dad wasn't my dad, I know that we could be friends. But because he is my dad and the way he decided to treat our relationship, therefore, I can't be his friend. Mm-hmm. at least not yet and I've been told that I have to forgive him to like get over these things and I'm like I necessarily don't think I have to forgive him I think I just have to set boundaries which is something yeah. that like I think I diagnosed myself under my daddy issues is that I'm, I have a really bad time setting boundaries with like men that I love because I want them to stay for such a long time and to like love me the way I want to be loved that when they don't I I dip and then I look back and I'm like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done this. I should have done this. Like to make the relationship work or last longer or maybe even end sooner. Because I have such a bad time sending boundaries with guys. And I think it's because I have a, I, I have such a weird relationship with my dad currently that it's like, I don't even, my dad calls me like, I don't even know. He used to call me once a year for my birthday, but it hasn't been that way. Which is also like my mom's like, maybe you forgot your birthday. Like, Everyone will, will make excuses for him. And I'm like, my birthday is June 15. His birthday is June 14. <laughs> I was born a day after him. Sir? In what world, <laughs> in what world will you go, are you going to forget your daughter's birthday? That's like, so my mom's birthday is on the 3rd of July. You can't forget her mm-hmm. birthday because it's the day before the 4th. Like, yeah. 
I can forget my dad's because I don't fucking know like the date half the time, but I'll remember it yeah. eventually. But like stuff like that, that it's like, how do you forget? And that's why I think it's, like, so funny that, like, I feel like the universe made my relationship with him, like, hard, but also in certain aspects, I think it made it pretty fucking easy. Like, I was literally born the day after him. Yeah. So, like, how can you forget my birthday? You have no excuse. (laughs) You have none. Like, all the people making excuses for you, no. It's just, like, stop. Yeah, and I remember he he would always call me like during times that he knew I wouldn't pick up like aka when I was in school so he would call me around like one o'clock knowing that like at one o'clock kids in the U.S. are still in school that's shady he knew I yeah he would do shit to like say that he was trying to be a good dad but I just underlined he knew it wasn't it so I feel like because of that like I'm so good at calling guys out on their bullshit and that's why I have you around, and you've taught me all the ropes. Because <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I like... think, I feel like our friendship is really good because you can be straight up with me and honest about stupid things that guys do to me, and that's probably why I've been single for a year, because all the guys that I've talked to are shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I've talked to, like, I don't even know. I want to say that they're, they're, I will say cold-heartedly all the guys I've talked to aren't shit. I just think none of them know what they fucking want. Yeah. I attract guys that don't want, don't know what they want. And yep. then I was like thinking about this and I was like, why am I attracting these kinds of guys? Is it because I feel this way? But I'm like, I, I think on the outside, it looks like I know what I want. Like I, at the time had a career, like I was doing X, Y, and Z, like, but, like, yeah, I'm still figuring it out. I'm in my 20s, so I don't 100% know what I want. But why do I attract all these guys? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, they'll want me, and then they don't want me, and they want me, they don't want me. They're not sure they want to be in a relationship, but they don't want to be in a relationship. And I'm like, and then I just get tired, which is kind of what I think my last, my last relationship, my last two relationships were. Like, I'm just tired of waiting for them to be like, I don't know if I want you. And then me being like, well, I want you, but if you don't want me, I have to dip out because I don't have time to like beg you to be my boyfriend because I don't want to beg anyone to be with me. They're yeah, no, they the should want to be there. And I think that's something I, I had to like, learn from you. Yeah. And I think that like my dad, like me begging him to be my dad for like the first 14 years of my life and then after I met my brother and sister and they told me a little bit about their relationship with him I was like I am just tired of begging my dad and now and when I after I, I dated my second boyfriend which we dated for like three months but them two I think I was like begging them to be a part of my life for such a long time and then I was like oh my god I do this and that's when I realized after dating that second guy I was like oh I have daddy issues. I do have daddy issues. I didn't know I did. And then I was like, I literally, I'm, oh, I feel like when I date guys, I'm like, you want to be with me? And they're like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm just not feeling good. I'm a little depressed. And I'm like, okay, like, let me know. I want like, if you, then I, then I try to fix the problem for them. And then I'm like, are you feeling good? Like, how are you feeling? Like, I want to help you. They're like, I don't know. I'm just not sure if I should be in a relationship or not. And I'm like, okay. And then like, I'll date them and then shit will get quote unquote better. And then it will get on quote unquote, not better and then better and then not better. And then 
that's how my like my second relationship you just ended. described he like just, my last relationship like in a nutshell yeah, like he was literally like i don't know if i want to date you and then we wouldn't date and then we'd just be friends and then we would end up dating and then he would break up did with you two okay weeks. i have a question did you ever yeah. ask for something like for example for me i'd be like oh like i want to meet your parents and they were kind of like yeah, well, I'm, like, not ready for that yet, but, like, maybe, like, a different type of situation? Um, like, any of them? No. So, this is, like, a weird thing with me, and I don't know, like, if this is the kind of guys I date, or, like, is it something about me, and they think I'm, like, this perfect girl to introduce to their parents, but, like, every guy I date, I always meet their family within the first couple of weeks of dating them. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, guy number two that I dated, I met his sister within, like, a month of dating him. His sister came to Portland, and we, like, hung out with her, Mm -hmm. and I feel like she kind of felt that we weren't a good match, because after we dated, after our first time meeting, she was like, hopefully next time I come, you're still together, and I was like, yeah, and who knows him better than you, his sister. Yeah, which was like, and looking back on that relationship, we obviously weren't a good match, we, mm-hmm. and the girl he ended up dating after me, they were, they fucking, they, it just looked like they fucking click, and that shit is, like, happy. I'm just sad that he took me on an emotional roller coaster. But other than that, Amen. I'm happy for the dude. <laughs> Love that he's dating her. Great. Yeah. The guy I recently broke up with, I met his sister, I think, within, like, the, the first month of Literally. knowing too. And then I met his mom soon after, like, maybe a month two or three we like so yeah i meet so i've i also have i think i'm in the opposite like realm because i live with my parents so like they kind of have to meet the person i'm dating and now after the last relationship i was in i kind of have made a rule for myself like if this person is actually serious and they want to date me they have to tell me they want to meet my parents because i'm like i'm tired of them having to meet all these guys and being like that guy sucked you know like, I, I'm tired yeah. I of mean, them like, meeting everyone I date. My mom has met almost all my boyfriends, except for the boyfriends I've had in Portland, but it's because she lives in LA, and she was yeah. going to meet my last boyfriend, but then COVID happened, so then she, she couldn't come up anymore, but, like, we had planned that she was going to meet her, and I was kind of nervous, because I was like, my mom's going to meet my boyfriend, and I really, I really, really liked him, so I was, like, really excited about that. But I'm kind of happy she didn't end up meeting him because... Yeah, it's, like, one less person that you have to, like, think about. But even then, like, I like that my mom... When my mom meets my boyfriends, even if I haven't dated them for that long or I don't plan to date them for that long, I just like when my mom meets them because I just feel like... It's like my friends meet my partners. I have a friend who's met all my boyfriends in Portland, and she... I really value her opinion, and Mm -hmm. I think if my mom were to have met one of my boyfriends or even the one I passed had, actually, I think I would have wanted her to meet him because he wasn't a bad guy. I just think that we just, he didn't, didn't know what he wanted. Yeah, it didn't and work I, out in that sense. Yeah, and I don't regret dating him. I think I learned a lot. And like I said, like, um, even like after we broke up and I started going back to therapy and talking to my therapist about it, I, he like, we sat down and talked about like how what he did and what he made me feel and the things I decided to bring up to my therapist and how those coincided with my daddy issues. And he was like, yeah, like a lot of those things about you being abandoned, about like 
the constant reassurance of like love and like things that are that I have or that like I've heard my last boyfriend will tell me that I was needy in a good way which I'm like I don't think the word needy equals positive but that's what yeah. he would say and he'd be like people that I like that you're needy and I was like I don't know and then I remember telling one of my friends like yeah he keeps saying that I'm needy and I don't know how I failed that and she was like and she would always tell me she'd be like I don't think he's it like I don't think he's it and it was hard to hear she's one of my best friends telling me that one of that she didn't think that my boyfriend was like the guy I should be dating and I mm-hmm. think that also influenced why I felt so fucking gross towards you gotta have a Gemini that has a friend that can actually do that because you're the type of person that will tell everybody else you shouldn't be with that guy but you have I to know. have the one friend that can tell you that I know and the way she tells me too is kind of mean but like I like that I don't know yeah and I think because she's she's a little bit older than I am too and I'm just like fuck yeah and she had <laughs> met right. him and she hung out and she would like she knew him he knew her so like I, I I really value that information but that's the same friend who was like do you have daddy issues and I was like no and then I was like actually I think I do my mom has three or four other siblings I don't really talk to that side of the family so I always forget I talk to one of my uncles and that's about it um and that's maybe once every other year um yeah so the way my mom grew up reflected how I grew up and because my mom never had that security with her own mother I never had that with my mom and she gave me all the love and support that I needed in other senses that her mom didn't give her but I think because she didn't have that connection with her mom she was never able to give that to me in a proper sense so when I I grew up I had that problem yeah and I think a lot of it also to do it's like I think this is where we're gonna end things I think that daddy issues are obviously a really strong topic for me but uh I'm curious to see if anyone has feelings about this um that is listening uh you can reach out to us via the dms on women hype women podcast on instagram uh from what i'm aware of, i'm this is going to be a video as well so you can listen to it there or you can also uh find us our on our individual instagrams over on instagram uh and dm us how you think if you have daddy issues i don't know i think it's a really interesting topic and it's fun. Yeah. Being because I feel like everybody broken. has it like in their own sense anyway. So oh, I think it would sure. be really interesting and, like, to hear like other I, stories. Yeah. And the article I read, it's like, it's like not necessarily always like a daddy issue. It, I think it's just like having like childhood inconsist- inconsistencies, is that the word? Mm-hmm. Inconsistencies translate yeah. into like attachment or insecurities as an adult. Yeah. I think that's what it is. And, it, it, and this can, stem from like a mom a dad a sister a grandparent like it could literally anyone yeah so yeah yeah that's our episode that's That's the tea (laughs) and that's on period blood (laughs) period blood you know that red shit that comes out of you actually don't have that in (laughs) Okay, bye guys. (laughs) Bye.